0: There was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. See if they could become something more. I have an army. We have a Hulk. This is the Marvel Tribe. Brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider.
1: Avengers! Avengers! No!
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marvel Tribe. We're a group of excited and passionate individuals who have come together to share our love of all things Marvel. We are brought to you by Walt's Department Podcast and the thedisinsider.com. I'm so honored to be joined by this group of amazing Marvel nerds. From the big screen to the small print, feel the pulse in your chest so you know you're alive. One team, one love. It's a Loki edition of Marvel
3: Tribe, the, the tribe.
2: Marvel Tribe, yes. Marvel Tribe, Marvel Tribe. Here we are, mm-hmm. Sunday night. Marvel tribe. We're thinking, what we well, we we have all this time? What are we going to talk about? Then, boom, they drop Loki on us Wednesday night. We had to wait four days to actually talk about it. How are you? <laughs> how are you how, how, how you guys? Well, we've been talking, but how y'all doing, David? How you doing, friend?
0: Dude, I'm I. I, I wasn't gonna say I'm glorious, but I think that line <laughs> is reserved for somebody else. Um, I'm 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 happy. I'm I'm stoked that we're getting another Disney Plus marvel edition series and this is the one i i'm i'm really anticipating waiting for and i have not been disappointed i'm i can't wait to get into this so
2: okay chris how you doing buddy disney done differently chris alardi how you doing my friend i am burdened with glorious
0: purpose there we go <laughs> there we go yes,
2: there he is <laughs> and then we have the one and only podcast princess herself sam how are you
3: oh good i i really enjoyed this episode and i can already anticipate
2: so many twists and turns i just can't wait oh yeah i was talking today like my sons were over we we're talking he's like did you know about lady loki and i'm like no i have no idea what you're talking about so david was telling me before we started that yeah i it was really good i really enjoyed it i thought it was i did not understand the first time i watched it on my phone just by itself but, but then i watched this morning again on a big screen and actually like damn this is really good and hiddleston's hilarious as hell so it made it I, the whole thing was entertaining to me, and I and I have seen all over the internet. Are they gonna get? Are we gonna get a wow from Owen Wilson sometime in this? We bet. I hope we you don't. Know. You hope we
3: don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no keep the integrity the of the song, character. For
1: the first I'm time in Owen Wilson's career, oh, he is a character. Yes, right. Not, he great. not he did fantastic. Owen Wilson in a yep. character. Yep, I agree.
3: Keep the integrity of the character. Yep. Don't do it just for the laugh, actor.
2: The, so when we.
0: Yeah, okay. go ahead. Sorry, the key okay. for me, Owen Wilson, this character Mobius, I didn't think Owen Wilson at all. I thought he 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 was actually showing me a character Mobius, and so if he does that, I mean he pull he he will pull me out of of what they're creating. So I hope he doesn't do that.
3: I said Mobius Mobius on the live stream on Wednesday <laughs> and Sean's like, he has the same first and last name.
0: He has the same first middle and last name. Hey, Mobius
3: Tom. M. Mobius. Yep. Yeah. He's Mobius, Mobius
0: Mobius Mobius.
2: Well, that's a good name. Um He might not so, be real.
0: <laughs>
2: is any of this real? I'm so confused. So, so, when we did Wandavision and when we did Falcon Winter Soldier, we had Sam do a breakdown before and kind of give the whole recap. It's been four days now, so if you haven't seen it by now, there's no there's no need for a recap. So we're gonna dive yeah. we're gonna dive right into it. Before we get started with kind of, we're just gonna start from the beginning and just work our way through it. Can each of you tell me, besides Loki, what character stood out to you the most that you, that you enjoyed? Just real quick before we get into the breakdown, David, who, who who kind of jumped out at you? Like, okay, this that guy's cool or that, that lady is good
0: so i don't know b b b 15 or b 16 or b 15 b
2: 15 i believe
0: yeah yeah. B, yeah b 15 is is a interesting character and stuff um the actress herself is amazing she's she's doing a lot of sci-fi and comic book stuff um for those who don't know she uh acts at a cross from the actor who's going to be playing King the conqueror in a, a hbo show and i can't remember the name of the show but it was a great Show it was um I can't I'll come back to it but yeah she's 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 great so I I okay. think she's gonna have a bigger role and stuff so
2: Sam how about you who was a kind of a standout character
3: um I want to okay so it's not I wouldn't say standout but just somebody who like rubbed me the wrong way I guess okay was the judge like. There, well, there's more to her than uh,
2: there's more to her with with uh, Mobius. I think they kind of had a little weird kind of chemistry there. I thought that was weird. Yep, in my yep. opinion, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Look at you! Look at Chris already over here just big. Uh-huh. You know, see, I don't yep. know Maybe. what's going on. You guys probably all know what's going on. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I they know. said her name.
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, David. I mean, who is it?
0: Nah, I don't know who that is, okay. I don't know. Chris. I'm, Chris mentioned. Chris, somebody. you know
2: who it is. I, who I, is. I,
0: I could be completely wrong, but she I don't think been... you
2: are. Is it Mephisto?
0: No, no, it's, not no Mephisto.
2: it's not
1: Mephisto. <laughs> it's not Mephisto. But the judge is actually um, connected, very well connected to Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, uh He was. Um, he he was a love interest with her. Um, okay. So th- we'll see that, but that's that's for a, a later part, I guess, in our discussion.
2: Who is your yes. character that you, that you that you enjoyed or didn't enjoy?
1: So my character, Sean, you're going to shake your head probably, but um, it was actually Herbie, the robot. So <laughs> in the scene, so in the scene when um, when Loki's having his clothes taken off and put into the prison garb, mm-hmm. that robot is Herbie from the Fantastic Four. Okay. Fantastic Four and She-Hulk and Loki are the only people to stand trial with the TVA. Huh. Fantastic Four are the only ones to escape. Yep. So mm-hmm. when I saw that robot, I could care less what it was doing. <laughs> I saw the future of Fantastic Four tie in.
2: So Be- being an outsider on this, I-, I enjoyed Casey. I thought he was funny. <laughs> I thought he was great. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like the whole infinity stone scene and then like he got me he's I'm not gonna do anything until you basically tell me that I don't know I, I thought he was I thought Casey was great and the guy that and the guy that wouldn't take a ticket which I thought was
0: hilarious. Oh the the was the Wall Street son of Morton oh, yeah yeah that <laughs> did you was you notice was Casey's
1: pocket throughout the show no so he he has did. two pens right and as yeah. the show progresses the pens are leaking and towards oh, yeah. the very end, he has a huge ink spot.
0: Yep. Yeah. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yep.
1: And you know they don't film it chronologically. So <laughs> that's in a very well thought out part.
2: Okay. So let's get into this show. So um starts off uh, starts off in New York. Yeah. Two thousand twelve.
0: Two thousand twelve. Um, So Avengers kicking butt uh, Loki's, you know, sent the attack on New York and they it picks right up when they capture him, which I I wish they showed Hulk smash scene, but they didn't. They showed where they all kind of surrounded Loki and they caught him um, in the tower and they're they fast forward to the elevator scene where Loki (laughs) kind of. Waves the you know, first he mocks Steve Rogers by imitating him, and then he waves like a little, you know, bye bye RC later to Hulk and stuff. Hulk obviously gets mad because he can't ride in the elevator. We go downstairs, and then that's where the future adventures are, you know, coming to kind of try to steal the Tesseract. It goes wrong, the Tesseract get kicked out of the box. Loki sees it, and there's his chance. This is the first <laughs> occurrence when the Original timeline Loki ends and the variant Loki begins because he picks up the Tesseract and does a big no, no. And so then it shoots him off into uh, the Gobi Desert. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is where, yeah, he comes into the Gobi Desert and he sees some of the local natives there who were, you know, he he jumps in like he's Loki. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm here burning with glorious you know his glorious oh. purpose speech, and they're like, uh, "Who, who the hell are who you?" The, hell are you? <laughs> yeah. I so, thought it was
1: very well done when he grabs the tesseract and the mm-hmm. screen goes black. And yeah, you hear their voices of "Where's,
2: <laughs> Where's, Loki? Where's Loki?" They're Loki? calling for it, him. I thought that, that was like, really. He's going to answer. I thought yeah. it was funny.
0: Where's Loki? Loki. <sighs> yeah, and no.
3: then once he's in that desert, we see the TVA come and well, the the timekeeper right and. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Minuteman comes through. The Minutemen. yes, and minute.
3: that was the moment where they were like, "This was a Nexus event." So did they didn't call it a Nexus event though, did they?
2: No, they no, just kind of men in blacked it after they were done. They just put that thing down to re- erase everyone's kind of memory that was hers.
0: That's so kind when, of
2: what I got out of that. you know. Yeah.
0: So when B-15 came through, she was looking at her her time tracking uh, device, which was showing it's stable. So the new timeline is still stable, but it was an event that they absolutely need to have dealt with, but it didn't cross the red threshold and stuff. The red threshold is where chaos happens and stuff. So it's, it, it was one of those things where this is it's teaching us and showing us what's going on. And we're, I think we're going to see some events that crosses that I'm just saying in the future, we're going to see timelines where it's going to cross that red line. And we're going to see the unstable, the, the instability and stuff. Okay.
3: But, so, so it would be an interruption and not necessarily a nexus event then.
0: Correct. Gotcha. So he. So uh, yeah. So um. So the timekeeper show up. You know, B fifteen, who's you know, she's like the lead uh, head. You know, hunter and stuff for these uh, variants, and um, hits him with the stun gun slow mo <laughs> device. 16th time, I
2: thought that, yeah,
0: which I I loved. I oh my gosh, I mean, he she whapped him, and we got to watch it in slow motion, but he felt it in real time. And he slapped, she slapped the collar on him, which uh is controlled by what's called the time twister. Which you know, Chris, you want to say, you know, time twisters is is something different in the comics,
2: a little
1: bit, (laughs) it's an actual being, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's an actual person, but uh. But just on on that uh, device that she had, the TV Mm -hmm. card, I guess you would call it, right? Um, At the very bottom, it does say – it says Loki, and then it says 616 next to it. Mm -hmm. So that starts my first of the Easter egg of this show starting. But then I'm enamored by why is her gun purple, right? Or, yeah, hers is purple, and the other two – uh, soldiers or Minutemen mm-hmm. is orange mm-hmm. and She's as, Agatha. as no. <laughs> um, so my theory is Agatha that, purple, that purple eliminates you. Oh, eliminates you from the title. I'm not, I don't know if this is fact just by, from what I saw, like they do it to the gentleman in, in the courthouse. Um, he gets eliminated by purple um, when they reset the time with that little bomb, it was orange. Hmm. So orange is a reset, and purple is a. Uh, Chris is a nerd.
3: So <laughs> Chris so is our nerd, though.
0: <laughs> so but, let me, and we're and you know, we're
2: so damn glad to have you because I would I didn't know just what color it was. I had no idea. So
0: so let me put this out there though. So so Marvel Studios ha- actually has a a uh, color continuity expert when it comes to the powers that are shown in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There, Why does that job exist? It has because different colors of powers and stuff absolutely do mean certain things and stuff. Wow. And so they okay, have but a continuity I want that expert. job. Yeah, no oh, doubt, right? Can I, I get don't, that job? I don't, I don't want that job. Can you imagine if you fluffed that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <you laughs> billion yeah. dollar yeah, productions? Like, I don't want that job. No way.
3: Wow, you do everything you do well. It's fine. It'll be great.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. So they have that. So they have a color you know, continuity expert and stuff that they, you know, every, you know, if, if it's a Marvel production and stuff, and it deals with, you know, any power source or magic or anything else, it, the, it, the color that it is, is, there's a, there's a reason why it interacts the way it does. So.
1: And so, speaking of interacting, going right into the next scene,
2: as they bring Loki into the TVA. Oh, yes. And they change um, the Marvel logo to green. So, if you're talking, if you're talking yes. about color, right then they switch the thing. And they bring up Marvel Studios and switch you into the Marvel lo- logo of green. If we're talking about color continuity. Go on. Sorry.
1: No, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> she's holding the tesseract that in the desert is glowing bright, bright blue. And mm-hmm. once they're in the TVA, it's a dull not yeah. even illuminated
3: because we learn later that there's no magic, no outside power influence that works right. in the TVA. They use infinity stones as freaking paperweights. <laughs>
0: so, so uh, so sean asked me earlier before we actually started the we can show, get into it at
2: that time that's fine if you want to get into it when we get to that no, part we can know re- we, ma- we, well, yeah. we
0: might as well get into it now we're touching bases on, it, on it and right. stuff, and, and i think it's a common question that a lot of fans are having stuff it's like that's
2: what i've been how? thinking since wednesday is what the hell why did we even have these 22 movies if if they made, if they meant nothing and the way you explained to me totally yeah. made sense so <laughs>
0: So basically, I'll explain it to you like this because it's really not something people should expend a whole lot of, uh, of, of brain power and thinking about and stuff. But so All think right. of it in this easy term. Like so, the the affinity zones are kind of like batteries, right? And let's just take a CD player. Um, and if a battery outside of the CD player, it's just a battery. It's just a thing. It can be a paperweight. You can throw it at someone, hit them, or hurt them. But that's it. That's the extent of this power. But you put it inside of a container. Then that's where the power flows and stuff. And the TVA in that scenario is outside the container. Okay, so if you think about it in those terms, it doesn't diminish the power of the affinity stones. It's just telling you it's the the affinity stones are outside of this container, and which is the actual universe because the TVA is not inside yeah. of that that sacred universe. So
3: they're outside of the realm where right. they have have any.
0: But you put, put in. those infinity stones back in the container and the power comes back on.
3: So Loki should have snatched a few. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like he, like he
0: had to get out of the TV. Fill
3: his pockets with some infinity stones. <laughs> so,
2: can I ask a question, even though it's kind of out of, out of time here on and the thing before I forget to ask this. I, wanted to, I asked my son this and he kind of gave me his answer, but I want you guys to give me your guys' opinion. TVA, they handle time. They do all that stuff. They keep time going the way it's supposed to, correct? Mm-hmm. why didn't they stop the snap?
0: Because it was supposed to happen.
2: That's exactly what he said. Correct. Okay. That's exactly so, that yes. a, his...
0: Okay, thank you. So the, TV, a, TV, the TV, isn't. It. they're not judges on what's good and bad. They can no, care less. Yeah. yeah.
1: The timekeepers uh, were created to and sent back to preserve actually themselves, not time. Correct.
3: So you have to think of everything that's happened and going to happen. Mm-hmm aside from interruptions from the timeline as like a predestined action. Perfect. Well, well, you've
1: seen, you've seen this already. Um, the death of Peggy Carter, (laughs) there's two versions of Steve carrying that casket. Mm
3: Yeah. So, (laughs) and I mean, Loki even asks the judge, he says, well, you know, why didn't anybody stop the Avengers from going back? And, um, she said, "Well, that was supposed to happen."
2: Fair, okay.
3: So, there, everything is predestined.
2: Okay. Moving yeah. on in the, in the in the the show here, so we get the Loki opening. We get the Loki credits. Is this when he drops down in front of the robot, or is this? Yeah, it, yes, right. He yeah, drops they. In front uh,
0: the- of- they bring him through. They bring him to the TVA, and we get a little Easter egg. Uh, and I, I call. I think it's Easter egg. Uh, <laughs> we get. Uh, we we see a, a lady in a blue dress. Well, no. We first thing we see is a scroll. So we see a scroll in the tracksuit. Um, the guy even, you know, says he's a deviant scroll. He's he's identified as a deviant scroll and stuff. And then we see we kind of see this flash of a, a lady in a blue dress. I, I don't. That's I don't, not yet.
2: That's later, isn't it? After he that that's after he steals the. The Time Twister from Mobius.
0: Is it actually still the Time uh, yeah, Twister? Yeah, it's, it's when
2: he's in the hallway by himself. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're
0: right. That's that's okay. ahead. We'll we'll get to that part. Leading the blue yep. dress. Uh, but yeah, we see the scroll. you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay. Hey, scrolls are infecting the infecting. They're all over the the Marvel uh, Marvel universe right <laughs> now.
1: Tracksuit, just like um uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah, yes. So um, this, this
0: deviant may have came from the '80s era where Captain Marvel was shot. So. <laughs>
2: But yeah you guys so there's way too much stuff, man. I I just I barely noticed it was a scroll, and you guys know some what he's wearing.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, tra- tra- a, shoes is very a decade-oriented thing. Yeah, that's you know, true, right? that's
1: very true. Exactly. I've had a Tikini. <laughs> <But anyway. laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so after wow. he gets changed into his uh his his clothing into the prison wear, um, he's then dropped again into a room where he is Presented with everything
2: he has ever said. Wait a second, Chris. Let's back up real quick. Who did he meet when he, his clothes got changed? You just told us before we went on. So, oh, who, so was, who was the robot? The, the robot
1: is, and, and this is in fact, but it's mm-hmm. it's almost identical to the look of Herbie, who's the robot who's connected to the Fantastic Four.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so. cool. So yeah. then he gets clothes melted off, fine ass guardian leather, gone. Drop down into the into the screen with a huge ass, big old pile of papers. I could <laughs> care Go ahead. I Go don't ahead. care
1: about the papers because there was a flurkin sitting on the floor. <laughs> yes, there was. I hit a, hit a picture of him on the cup.
0: <laughs> yep. If if Casey doesn't know where the fish is, I know he doesn't know what a cat is. That's a flurkin <laughs> that is sitting on the floor. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, I didn't so they that one. So hey. So he had a sign. Yeah, he had signed some um, paper documents uh, acknowledging this was everything he's ever said in his pure existence. And I, I love the fact how, as he was like questioning that the the uh, scan was it not Scantron? Where are those printers? Those that are, was a oh,
2: that was a data printer. Dot matrix printers. matrix. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Printed
0: yeah. out. Yeah, his his confusion <laughs> words. And so he just signed it, and then he got dropped in to where the was it the soul barometer or. Were yeah, with men. the
2: with the guy asking, him, "Are you? Are were you? Did you? Are you a robot? Are you? Do you state you're not a robot? And you have what's called a
3: soul." <laughs> yes, a, a little bit of an existential crisis. He was like, yes. "Well, what happens if I am a robot?"
0: Yes, absolutely. Then it'll melt. You'll melt. It'll melt you. know, inside melt
2: will melt you i am like, damn.
0: Okay. Oh, I loved it. Uh, yeah, there's that moment of pause. I think we all would have had that moment. It's such yeah, a I weird, would... weird absolutely thing. I think I would have too. I, I don't. I don't think I would want to go through that machine and stuff. So. But, yeah, he went through it and, you know, they, it printed out his aura and his aura is red. Um, I'm sure there's some relevance to that because uh, they talk about uh, your um, your temporal aura and their signature. You leave your signature and stuff. Uh, so it kind of helps them track things down and stuff because you can leave your signature on things and items and stuff like that. So yes. and they talk about that a little bit yep. in, in in the show. We'll get to that part.
1: Yeah, that was nice that it produced a Polaroid picture <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that comes out of this machine. Oh yeah. Um,
1: so,
3: so do you guys lawn... know what a red aura means?
0: No, I'll, did you I'll look I'll it I'll up? You... you want to tell us? Okay. <laughs> no, well,
3: I oh, this is this is something that's like in my wheelhouse. So a red aura is is a person who likes to live in their physical reality. They like to manipulate their environment. So him being the, you know, trickster, he likes a tangible reality. And he likes being able to see, touch, hear, and taste his physical world. So right now that's not gonna be working for him in the TVA. All right. Cool. He he can't manipulate his reality. Well,
0: well, he's to, well he's starting well he's starting to not yet he, he'll figure this out he, Oh he, know, will. Know. he will he so will the
1: line about are you not um are are you not a klingon or I don't know what robot, robot. yeah <laughs> um that took me right back to
3: Klingon uh,
1: <laughs> which is the robot that's been created that will destroy us all <laughs> ex bucky but anyway not Bucky from Marvel either but anyway <laughs> um the, um Tony Stark answered his phone and uh, saying that you're not speaking to a live person. You are speaking to a – I forget the exact words. I wish I had written it down. But it's uh, uh, a, a basically a robot of himself. Mm-hmm. And you've seen him do that multiple times. Tony Stark do that. Mm-hmm. And you've seen Loki do that. Mm-hmm. Where Loki's not a robot, but he's walking with Thor, and then leaves the reality. Right. Um, which will go into another part when we you see the flashback when he throws the Thor throws the rock to his brother, who needed him to be there.
0: Yeah. But, oh yeah. Uh, he projected yeah. his illusions, Mister Trickster. Little yep. Yeah. Scamp, the Scamp. So Bel- we. Yeah. So we. My
1: move favorite on. part. Oh, my favorite part is the next next scene is believe it or not the cartoon. Had so miss, much Miss Minute, miss yes. Miss yes. Miss minute, oh my gosh, so much. Number one, I never thought it would have the southern uh female drawl accent, which I thought was excellent. Um, they did a good job with that. Um, mm-hmm. but that um cartoon of the war, um, so that was the Cree versus the Novacore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and if you look in the back right corner.
0: They're on Titan. There is
1: one of, yes, they're on Titan. <laughs> so uh, the Kree and the Nova Corps um, had a battle for th- a thousand years. And I know for a regular common viewer, that scene was just a little clip and they moved mm-hmm.
2: on. You want to tell me what, you, you want me to tell you what I thought about that whole, what, what where my head went in that scene? Mm-hmm to Jurassic park when the, when, you know, when they're explaining in Jurassic park, Mr. About the, DNA, just, it, that, it reminded me exactly of that scene, like with the little thing there. And I'm like, am I, like, this is just like Jurassic park. This is great. But I know it had nothing to do with Jurassic park, but that's where my head went. And then obviously the guy that, with the ticket, I thought was funny too. The guy that didn't take a ticket because he was trying to be cool. Then yeah. he got, he got melted from. Yeah. But go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. But.
1: No. And, and then just the, the genius in writing. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know if you caught it, but she actually says um, that within the timeline there is madness and and multiverse. Yeah, and I'm like, you tell him you wrote that in purposely.
0: <laughs> right oh, there,
3: I, I I was like an I eked. I was like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So there's not one universe in the sacred timeline. There is a multiverse that the timekeepers are keeping on the sacred timeline, and so mm-hmm. and they want to keep it stable. They don't want people crossing and mixing the multiverses and stuff. But I, I do have to say, like, it, uh, I, the goal of, you know, uh, Miss Minute, and including Mr. DNA, uh, I mean, they, they've even said before, it's, it's how you teach children with, through cartoons and stuff. It, yes. This is, reminds us of our childhood when we we're in class and we have to... Digest boring schoolhouse boring rock, stuff. it's yep. like yep. School schoolhouse rock. rock. So they do that 70s kind of thing to kind of get our attention. How a bill become a law or, and all that, all that. So I, you, I loved it. It was yeah. a very nostalgic in that part.
2: Do you use I that have, kind of stuff, Sam?
3: No. No, okay. uh, <laughs> no, we've got better stuff now. No
2: fair. Um no fair.
3: I, I do have a question. Okay, so now that they talked about the multiverse. Loki is not a nexus being in the comics, right?
0: This one is not. No. no. Okay. There is a Loki yeah. version that is a nexus being.
3: Okay. I'm glad I asked this question then.
2: Yeah, me too.
0: So, but also, again, the 616 comic book universe is not this universe, even though they do have references and everything else to, to the source material. It's it, it's source material. But we don't. So, what I mean is, Lady Loki could be very well a Nexus being. In fact, that's, I'm going to put this out there as one of my uh, theories. I think she is a Nexus being that is going to be held partially responsible for what's going to happen in the multiverse and stuff. Sean,
3: do you know what a Nexus being is?
2: Kind of. Yeah, we've we, me and David talked about it before a little bit, so yeah, I kind of understand it. So since David, you put that out there, I'm going to say that I think this Loki mm-hmm.
1: is being—he's um, to catch that Nexus Loki,
2: right? Mm-hmm. And Sam, since you asked that question, we have listeners like Nicole and Jennifer that listen to this show and your friends, so please explain it. So because we're here to help everyone, except just me, so so please go ahead and ex- explain what a Nexus.
3: Oh, David will probably do it better than me. But the way I understand it is, a nexus being is basically somebody that has a version of them in all of the different all timelines in the multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. So, like the Scarlet Witch, there's multiple versions of the Scarlet Witch in every timeline. It should um,
2: be.
3: And
0: so, <laughs> so all right. So, a, a nexus being, so they're 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 individual entities that one there are kind of kind of similar across all of the multiverse and they have the ability to affect the probability of the future of the timeline. So meaning that,
3: uh, they're kind of like a set, like a center force of the timeline. Like does their timeline revolve around them?
0: Uh Yes, yeah, because they can alter the flow of the of the universal time stream. And
2: so. e- even going back to Wandavision, because I do watch a couple of videos that break down this which which
3: is absolutely yeah. Right.
2: So they, part even, part one of the, one of the, one is, of the yes. commercials was for the Nexus Pill, which helps with mm-hmm. moods and likes that. So it could it fits into the same thing that we're talking about, right? Moods yes. time timelines kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I watch a few videos try to help me understand this stuff, but yeah, that I and that made sense because the yeah. Nexus we talked about it. We do want the vision, but we didn't really dive into it. and It makes a lot more sense now. So thank you guys for that.
0: So, and I, and I just also want to put it out there to the fans. So and being a Nexus being also doesn't mean you're like this God tier, you know, a mega powerful being whatsoever. Scarlet Witch is, is a exception to the rule. She's very, very powerful. So is King the Conqueror. Those are very highly uh, powerful Nexus beings, but we've had Nexus beings like, uh, like vision. They're a different vision, a different multiverse. He was a Nexus being, but he has the same power level as the current vision that we knew. Um, Same with with, with Loki and stuff. I mean, so it doesn't mean that all Nexus beings are going to be hard for the TVA to deal with or to handle. It really comes down to that power level Mm -hmm. that those, the types of beings that are giving them trouble. So, like, you know, we'll see in the future, Kane the Conqueror, when we get introduced to him in Ant-Man and the Wasp, He's a he's a huge trouble for the TVA, even in the comic book realm and stuff. So is the Scarlet Witch and stuff. So um so just want to put that out there. Nexus beings okay. doesn't mean also you're this like God tier entity and stuff okay. out there.
3: No, um, not always, but King the Conqueror is definitely the biggest issue for the TVA in the comics. He's like the number one variant they're always trying to you don't think so, Chris?
1: No, no, I, he is one of them, but there's a if you are right, to so-
0: Reed Richards, uh, <laughs> kid, he, he, he pulled a, a I want to say he, he pulled a, a, a Rick and Morty, but he did this before Rick and Morty. He created his own council of all the Reed Richards and stuff, and he basically just I mean, yeah. He doesn't have to necessarily be a bad guy. King of the Conqueror is absolutely a thorn yes. in their in their, in their side. He is a hard being to take down, and they, they have trouble. But Richards, his intellect and his power base is a little too much for them to handle, including the timekeepers themselves. So
3: You guys are going to have to point me into some source material for that, yeah, because I'm, I did not know that about Reed Richards.
2: I'm so glad we do this show. The too. Council
0: of Reeds. That's what I was trying to think of. Yes, the Council of Reeds. True. Yes. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's 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 almost like, you know, a lot of people look at certain characters and they think that they're good, where they're right. actually not. Reeve
2: Richards is not a good dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, I've only ever seen him in the one but, couple movies. I, I mean,
3: if we want to wow. talk about Fantastic Four as a a group, they all have their moments where yeah. they irritate the hell out of me
0: yeah it was done by fox i'm sorry (laughs) no i mean
3: i mean in the comics too like oh
0: yes you you know who i thought played the on the big screen the most uh accurate portrayal of what reed Richards should have been and it wasn't even a marvel movie it was dr manhattan his um from the watchman that was reed richard's that was his personality he don't really care i mean he has a understanding that he is better than everybody and he act as if he doesn't have to deal with like you know your your sympathy or anything like you're really technically ants to him and how do you have emotions for ants if they die or they fall in i mean you don't your your comprehension level is so much higher he and has which no makes empathy. you a jerk which yeah which makes you a jerk in a Horrible, it could be a horrible person to the wrong to the wrong interaction and stuff. That's Reed Richards and stuff. So,
2: all right, we will we'll have to come back to that because we have like we will, forty yeah. we have like forty five yeah. minutes of the of the of the of the show left. So let's continue. So they move on. They go into the to the trial. Right? Well, the one guy doesn't have his ticket gets melted because just because he doesn't have his ticket and then blames the guy telling him to take a ticket. So I thought that was great. Loki freaks out and has his ticket. Mm-hmm. Then they walk into the judge's chambers to where he's going to have to answer for his crimes. Who wants to take this scene? Go ahead, anyone.
3: I know Chris does.
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: I, I'm actually... Um, so behind the judge is to me more important than what was being said at that exact point. Um, there's the three faces of, um, the timekeepers. Um, the one directly in the center is David, is it vast or mast?
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah I mean, but I'm, if yeah.
1: you look at his face, it's the only time I've ever seen it where it's got a different expression. than even if you see the three that are holding up, um, uh, the, the actual, the time <laughs> in that, in that other scene, um, you know, Loki drops the line about um, anyone can tell the difference between two different uh, Tony Stark's colognes, which I thought was a great nod back to Ant-Man mentioning it. Um, <laughs> you were an axe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're wearing <laughs> axe, which takes you back to the exact scene of when Loki takes the Tesseract. Um, and Basically, it's explained that what can be done in the TVA and what cannot be done. um, The only thing is he is not really um, about to go to trial. We don't know what the next step would have been if we don't see the introduction of Mobius uh, come in and basically take him from going to wherever. I don't know what that next step would have been.
0: Sham. It was just sh- look. TVA is <laughs> sus to me. I'm gonna say it now. The TVA is sus. 100%. Yes. Well, okay. I think that trial was a sham to all. Break- <laughs> it was part to break down Loki. That's what that was. So can was I no dive next.
3: into the judge?
0: Yes, please. Okay.
3: So when they, I think her name's Mbathalaw, That's how you say her R- name, right? Ravana. No, no. Mbathalaw is the actress. So oh, when they when they announced that she was going to be part of the series, they didn't say who she was going to be, but they said she would be the leading lady in it. Right. So that tells me that, OK, she's probably going to be our antagonist. They did call her Judge Renslayer, which gives us the connection that she is Ravana Renslayer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty obvious um, and for anybody listening that may not know, Ravana Renslayer is the love interest of King the Conqueror, like um Chris said earlier. Uh King the Conqueror basically wants to control all timelines. So if he's got the judge of this version of the TV or of the TVA, like as his love interest.
1: Uh yeah, that's the only thing is we don't know what part this is of her because the right. uh
3: as this version, it was a
1: nasty divorce, I guess.
3: You could yes. <laughs> so it could be that she is totally scheming behind the scenes, and she doesn't want Loki interfering in what she's trying to plan or plot with King. Huh. I know we know he's coming into the MCU. Wow,
2: he is—he's so, coming. So, David, you're saying that whole thing was just a setup to for Loki?
0: I, I feel—I feel that was So. Just bear with me because this is this is fan theory theory at this point from me. Um, the 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 court appearance, the, it's all everything that Loki was experienced was to show the the power of the team that he the didn't have get, power to get compliance. Yeah, and the first thing okay, you do is okay. you take away someone's uh, their thought process that they have any control or any power and stuff, and that you, their life is in your hands, and how do you, you couldn't do that? Owen Wilson couldn't effectively do his interview. Mm-hmm. With Loki, without I th- think without that interference scene of him being uh-huh. guilty, him watching the other prisoner being melted. <laughs> Not melted. I melted is uh, what the Grandmaster does. And to me, <laughs> that makes reset. it. Yeah,
3: that makes it even more important that they pointed out to like from just my perspective that they pointed out that his aura was red because. Yeah. He wants to be in control of his narrative. He mm-hmm. like that that's what his red aura means. He mm-hmm. wants to manipulate his environment. Well, guess what? This is all the steps of the TVA saying, guess what? You're in our hand. Yeah, yeah. you don't have control over yourself. You're you're ours right now. Um
0: perfect. <clears throat> so I, I, I love fighting. I, 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 but I'm just saying they're sus. I, I, mm-hmm. I you
3: super know, sus. Super
0: <laughs> sus.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did skip over the scene of where um there's well, everyone was stabbed with the little girl.
3: Oh yeah, that was weird.
1: So the little girl um she's in, in the church.
3: church.
1: And that's why Oh, where we're that oh that's deep. right. I'm
2: sorry. What's uh, with, with the with the with the, mirror, with the window that I asked you guys who's who's the devil cuz you Know where my head went immediately was to Mephisto because they're gonna to try to get him in here somehow, yeah. But it, was, it, was, it was a red devil, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, it's, you go it's ahead, amazing
1: go that no, just a Kate Kate Harren, I think is her name. Um, she had to come out and say that there is no Mephisto in this show, <laughs> yeah. Um, they dropped the word nightmare, yeah, in their walk and talk and said it's in a different department. Um, it is the same director. That is doing um, that does did doc, or is doing Doctor Strange, Michael Waldron, right? Yeah, so there's yeah. a tie-in with uh, Nightmare within that possibly, but there is enough Easter eggs within this own. Um, mm-hmm. So everyone was focusing on that, but if there were, I think, and even in our chat, um, I, I David, I had sent to you or to Sean that it's it's an old version of right. the it's mythical, cool. yeah. Loki. So yeah, you the remember trickster, yeah,
0: the Trickster Devil the demon. yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. Loki has yeah. the
1: horns in yeah. in his uh costume. Sorry I missed one. that scene. Sorry about that. Yeah, no no, that's fine. I just thought yeah. cuz you know everybody's the whole Mephisto thing and right than that.
3: Okay, <laughs> yeah. No. No. I I definitely knew that that was a version of Loki. Um no, I
2: didn't Sam? So good for you. <laughs>
3: Okay, so what do you think that, like, what was the significance of that girl, though? Do you think there was any significance? Is she just part?
2: I think it kind of showed kind of what kind of power Mobius has. It was kind of showing what he could do, and and that's kind of how I took it. He was like, but maybe he does have some control of some stuff. That's how I kind of took it, the way he was talking to her, telling it's going to be okay and to get out of there. So I don't know. That's how I
0: read it.
3: The yeah but sense. she felt sketched to me too though
2: yeah
0: So okay I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put this out there i I have tr- I had trouble for a long time i I don't I didn't know that I was a little girl. I thought that was a, a little boy. So, <laughs> this it was France. I, I don't know, like it just, I I just thought I was a little boy. That's just kind of where I'm, but you guys are saying girl, so I, I'll go with it. I mean, we'll just,
3: it, we're not assuming anybody's gender, we can just say the child,
0: the child. You know, gender fluid. It could be whatever it is and stuff, so. <laughs> But I love the reference, you know, the devil comes bearing gifts. You know, the child had, you know, the the blue bubble gum from a a different era, a different century. (laughs) So that that part was interesting as well. Kind of really showed that this um, being was is absolutely jumping through different timelines and stuff. And so that and it looks like that there is laying traps. So it's not like they're trying to. I, we don't know what the accomplishment is here, but we do know they're laying traps to collect TVA uh, their, you know, their their weapons and power because you know they said uh, instantly that the reset device is missing. Um, and so, yeah, I think there's a purpose for collecting all of those things and stuff from the TVA.
3: And I mean, mm-hmm. as soon as Mobius found out that Loki was brought into the TVA, he was like, "We got to go. Let's go." Got to get there.
2: Yeah, he was. He, yeah, that's like a. So and after you, that,
0: okay. Easter. Well, well, sorry, I was going to do an Easter egg. So when the guy gave him the file that says, you know, Loki was apprehended, if you looked on the file, when it tells you, you know, Loki's name, you know, um, the, uh, Lop, I, I hate Lopson. saying that. Laughinson, thank you. Um, he's a frost. You know, he's from. He, he you know, he's not Asgardian. Uh, they uh, he's have frost all of, giant. Yep, yeah, yeah, they have all of they have all of all of his files, and it even says under gender fluid. Um, so, which means Loki is gender fluid, and throughout the multiverse, the sacred multi, you know, the sacred timeline and stuff. So, there's some female Lokis and stuff, and it was actually a big tell. It was it was proving that before we actually got to see the female version of loki so
3: yep they they were telling so, us there's lady loki out there
0: so for
1: something um on there also it ended his timeline at 2099 yes which is a another comic uh reference not <laughs> an egg know. not Miss Egg, but the comic book reference is a yeah, whole storyline. The-
2: I'll take you guys to watch this episode, and you pick mm. out stuff like that. I just saw it apprehended. That's all I saw. Okay, I so <laughs> sure, sure.
1: I'm going to give you something so that you're going to keep going, and hopefully, maybe maybe the fans, uh, fans, yeah. uh, our listeners will will also pick up on this. Um, so, in multi times that we've seen, and go back and watch other movies. So Loki, when he is there, okay, and physically a being, Loki is right handed. Okay. Any time he does something with his left hand, it is a variant of Loki. (laughs) Loki (laughs) used his left hand to stab Thanos. Loki used his left hand in multiple major scenes throughout the MCU. So knowing that, just keep it in the back of your head. Don't make it part of the show (laughs) as you watch certain things. I love the face that I'm getting from Sean. I'm just so freaking. There is a lot of.
2: We need to put left. this out somewhere so people can watch us record this one because Chris <laughs> is just all smiles the whole time, and he's so excited, and and I'm just like so confused. It's also excited.
1: <laughs> you get to see it, you get David's going. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and Sam's like, "Oh yeah, that's right." And yeah. then just kidding me,
2: <laughs> "I'm just, oh, dang man, oh, who cares if he's a writer left-handed?" Obviously, Chris will does. So, I well, mean,
3: it's, well, it's telling. It's I telling. Guess. So, think about tell, like yeah. when he went to use his magic, Sean. I want you to go back and I want you to watch that scene when he went to use his magic.
2: Okay, I will. And
3: realized it didn't work.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: Which hand was he using? <laughs>
2: I'll, I'll have to go check now, and I'll do that because I've only watched it two and a half times. But I will watch it again, and probably again and again, so I can catch up with you guys. But so back to the trial. We're at that point right there. We yep. trying to use his power. Mobius yeah. walks in, according to David, and whatever you guys all kind of agree with him that that was all set up as a ploy to get Mobius to to give him because she even says don't mess this up or whatever. You know he exp- he explains to B fifteen I need to take him. Don't mess this up. I feel something there. He takes Loki and then starts the like, he, I guess, debriefing or the interview, I guess yeah. you would call it. Yeah. So he t- it.
0: yeah, he takes him to this kind of interview room and stuff. And, um, uh, you know, Loki, you know, being obstinate as he is, uh, this is the first time we get to kind of see the time twister in action when Loki tries to attack him and he rewinds time. And Loki goes right back to where he was, you know, the the – you know, the five steps that he, he was previously and stuff. And so he's like, and, and, and Mobius is like, you know, just have, have a seat. Go ahead. <laughs> let's, let's kind of talk about, uh, about you. And so he asked him, you know, uh, one, one of the pivotal lines I, I actually liked cause it was kind of repeated and it was kind of a theme was, do you like, do you enjoy killing people? Um, there's, yeah, th- there's, there's going to be a lot, to that and stuff because it's not first of all, we got, we got to remember that the, the story arc of the Loki that we kind of all grew to kind of like and enjoy is not, definitely not this one. Mobius knows the story arc of the full picture of the whole Loki and stuff.
2: He calls because- him a pussycat, which I thought was hilarious. He <laughs> says, so he says, you're just a, you're just a pussycat. You're not even that strong. According to him. I think but that was you- just a rile. Just, yeah. It was just to rile him up. So,
0: well, of course. I mean, you yeah. would roll up. The, it's it's almost like um, saying like you you you're. You, it's like saying you know Mike Tyson's career, right? <laughs> you, you know how where he is right now today. This old you know older gentleman, he's wiser and everything. I know that, but then if I go back and talk to the twenty three year old Mike Tyson and I call him a pussy cat, I'm gonna get a reaction yeah. to that. Yeah, so he's trying to break him. He's breaking him down and stuff, yeah. and trying in his own way because he knows who he is and stuff
3: mm-hmm. let's do a vibe check on mobius do you think that mobius is do you i i get the the vibe that mobius knows that there's some sketch stuff happening in the tva and he is trying to kind of work behind the scenes
0: so I think there are some some infighting, possibly some infighting going on in the TVA. I'm not sure what side Mobius is, but I'm, I'm liking his character so far. Mm-hmm. So. I,
2: I, I will say I saw um, a video of a breakdown of this and someone said that they even looked up Mobius and Mobius isn't even in like the Marvel encyclopedia. He's like he's like he wasn't in there when you look through it to see. That's what this guy said on this video, on the big Marvel Encyclopedia. But but like, or there's barely anything about him. So no one, like you said, David, no one really knows who he is. So he may be Kang the Conqueror in a, in a disguise. Here, I'll throw that out there. You're welcome. There you go.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he, so he, is. So looking they, now, I think. So they sit down, they, they, they're they reviewing on this really kind of weird projector screen. Look like at
2: the, like the old Apple computer. They're yeah, it's it's little, lo- it, had, it had the little yeah.
0: loading, little, uh, uh, yeah, the gray. Real the to gray real, the little real to reel yeah.
2: things in there, yeah.
0: But it was projected in 3D and stuff, and it's kind of showing first right off the bat <laughs> with the moment he got caught by the Avengers the the little spin little camera spin I, I love I, that, was, that was I love that part that really highlights oh, the way he
2: beat thinner. him down I was like he lost watch some of your greatest hits and like it's <laughs> just like all these
0: bad things happening like, absolutely <laughs> absolutely all the worst stuff you know that was yeah. happening to Loki and stuff. well here's
2: here, here's your mom dying so I mean let's just let's just show you every bad thing that's happened to you you know and
0: from there that's a the part that's a moment just for the you know I'm, I'm sure the fans know because they were showing it that did not happen to this, this Loki yet. That the Thor with the with a dark. I didn't dark think role. so. Okay, I didn't think so. that I did not happen I, yet. Yeah, I so. wasn't sure. Okay.
3: Okay, so I'm kind of wishing I hadn't looked this up.
2: <laughs> was I right?
3: So, Mobius was some some thing, So in the comics, some things were happening with the TVA, and he was going. He was looking at a demotion because he lost the files for the Fantastic Four or whatever, and. Um. Then he sought employment with the King Dynasty.
2: You're welcome. Yeah, I told you. Uh, okay. I, don't know, yes, I don't Sean know though. I don't know though. knew it all along. There you go. is a Marvel god.
3: It was <laughs> it was Mobius all along. No. Yep. Um. So that is how you know one of the storylines goes in the wow. comics. But wow. But. <laughs> What the hell does he want with Loki?
2: World domination.
3: Well, that's what Kang wants. Kang, Kang the Conqueror Kang- wants... Kang- he wants to conquer all the timelines.
2: But if he's part of that Kang dynasty, then he probably wants the same thing. Oh my God, I'm actually contributing. Let's go.
3: <laughs> I want to know what Chris is thinking because he's just like
2: I'm shaking already, his like, head at me. I'm three three scenes ahead
1: <laughs> um, I, I would like to. I, if it's okay, I just wanted to give uh, a, something that I didn't catch at that during that scene. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I just want to give credit uh, to someone who pointed out to me, um, uh, Joshua Cruz, who I met on Clubhouse. Um, and we started talking Marvel, and he's like, Did you catch the Josta Cola <laughs> scene? And I didn't, and then I I put it, I he sent me information. I sent it in the chat and it was like I gave a birthday gift to David. So <laughs> David, oh, why don't this. you explain that part?
0: Oh my gosh. So, you
3: guys can't see right now, but David has his name on the screen as Blurred Hulk Jostacola is nasty.
0: Yep. And it is. It's fact. It's fact. So Jostacola is a cola from my from my Timeline in my, in my, in our memory of the nineties and stuff. Um, it was, it was a Pepsi. It was Pepsi who put out J- Josta, or yeah. So it, so there was, there was this big war that happened in nineties was the energy drink wars where all these pop uh, 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 companies were, you know, trying to compete with each other. You know, we had, we had surge, jolt, uh, Cola, we had Josta, which was short lived, I was trying to explain to people what Josta tastes like, and the best thing I can I can come up with was um, it tasted like uh, nasty liquid burnt cigarettes. and i and I, I can only imagine what i imagine burnt cigarettes to taste like if it was in liquid form it was, it, it, really, it really was gross it really was gross and but yeah but yeah so mobius is drinking it there's an unopened one there he he tried to offer up to loki and loki's passed um but yeah it's and it just kind of shows like they, there's probably a, a break room in the TVA where they get snacks from any and every timeline that there is and stuff. And, and he
3: chose Jasta.
0: Well, so he, he's a little they, suspect for that, too.
1: They're doing a great... I mean, it, it just in one mm-hmm. episode of a retro futuristic feel. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, the, the computer, it, like you were just mentioning, mm-hmm. um, the soda reference, uh, there is something with another... I think there's a box on that table that I have to go back and check that out. But they're doing... um, And it also ties into the scene of the heist.
0: Yes. Cooper. Yes. Cooper.
1: Um, which I hope this is the beginning of unsolved mysteries in the rest of our world. It was always Loki. <laughs> I Absolutely. Think that would be great. <laughs>
0: So for for those of you who don't know who uh, DB Cooper is, um, it, it's an alias, but it's based on a real story. Um, so here on the West Coast, um, uh, there's a passenger who actually uh, hijacked a flight with a note. Uh, this is back in the 70s, I believe this took place, and they he he ran off with. Uh, he was able to free the hostages in exchange for. I'm not sure how much money I think it was like three hundred thousand dollars at the time or something like that, and for parachutes and so after that happened, he freed the hostages they were he was allowed to take off uh with the flight crew and they're you know they're flying over the pacific northwest uh, and he managed just like we see in the uh the the recap there to jump out of the airplane with a briefcase full of money. And we've never, and this is a real, real true mystery, we've never found DB Cooper. He was dubbed DB Cooper. Uh, all we found was uh, fragments of money peppered for miles and miles throughout the Northwest and stuff. Nobody, no parachutes, no, no, nothing. That was it. it. It was a disappearing act and stuff, and it was gone. So I love the fact that you know when he jump, you know he's getting ready to jump out. He's like, "Okay, Thor, Heimdall, my brother, you better <laughs> be ready and stuff." And then he gets swooped up in the Bifrost. That that was just classic because it really showed DB Cooper did disappear. It's a real life thing. Um, there's some mis- murder mystery, not murder mystery. There's some mystery uh, crime podcast that love talking about this and have their theories about it and it's pretty fun p- fun to follow but it's you're like how did this dude get I mean, we don't know what happened to him so no. he could be out there he, he could be kevin feige and he's the <laughs> head of marvel <laughs> and they was like i'm about to have my confession played out on on yeah on one of my shows so i i, I don't know it, it, it's so interesting.
3: it sounds like chris is wanting another series though and like, unsolved stories of Loki.
0: Yeah, like, Loki did the
1: Lufthansa heist. Loki yeah. <laughs> pulled the trigger on Kennedy. Oh,
2: it's all him. It was Loki all along. He, he,
0: put, he put Jimmy Hoffa and the, yeah. the movie. yeah, it was Loki. <laughs> yeah, Y'all was are awful. Oh, David, man. after the
1: show, maybe we start writing that show. Oh,
0: my God. there's all wait, wait a
3: second. We could totally make this. Okay, we're going to have to talk.
0: We're gonna have to Loki talk,
2: Harvey Oswald.
0: I love it. How, <laughs> how, how petty would it have been if you know Loki had reservations to the the Kennedy Theater and he got bumped because Lincoln God. wanted the skybox and something else happens after? I, Wait, I'm not gonna, stop talking. I'm gonna nope. spoil. I'm not gonna spoil.
3: Save your ideas because I've got an idea. <laughs> we'll talk about it after the show.
0: Sounds good. <laughs> All it's right. Possible,
1: so yes, yeah, so you get the actual film of Loki's uh, timeline mm-hmm. of everything going through, um, and they harped on the. They kept showing the, um, the the bad parts, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Um, you hear the, his his neck snap mm-hmm. of of Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, the part where his brother doesn't believe that he's yeah. there because he needs him. And he throws the rock. That part actually though if you look at it when they show Thor he's smiling. And when they go to the close up on Loki he's smiling because that's when Thor forgave him.
2: Mm-hmm. That um, was emotional. That was great acting I thought. That yeah. that whole that with his mom and and they they've, there's been pictures out there of the three different scenes how he was sad when his mom died and then when he died and then he was happy with that happy face with talking to Thor. I thought it was, brilliant. It was All these shows have been so damn good, so
0: and it worked. It it was you know um, it was a part of emotional manipulation. This is why Mm -hmm. the TV is sus in my book. But um, but yeah, but (laughs) but in between, but in between between that, you know, that's when uh, you know B fifteen came in and said, you know, we have a problem, and you know there was you know this little uh, sleight of hand. If you weren't paying attention. Loki uh pickpocket. I <laughs> did Loki. see it. I did see it the yeah. second
2: time. <laughs> and took
0: yeah, and took the time twister and stuff. Um as he went like I'll be right back, you know, stay here. And he went out into the hall to talk to B-15. And this is where Loki plotted his great escape. And <laughs> for me, he said one of the the unrelated Easter egg lines that I've no one I've heard talk about and stuff. Uh, when he spots uh, Casey, the guy who he turned over the tesseract to, pushing his little cart into his office, he and, and right when he, you know, right when he kind of blips his time, uh, that's where we see, uh, I believe, is uh, Peggy Carter being escorted yeah. by the TVA no, lady in the blue dress. Looks like that's Peggy. Pretty we, damn,
2: that's pretty damn obvious. Come we on, we don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't really
0: know. They didn't confirm that that was her. She, all,
3: was, she was trying to go back and get her some more cap. Well, Can't blame maybe, her.
0: Maybe she convinced Cap. She's the reason why Cap stayed. And you know, maybe Brad. she so she's the one who didn't want him timeline. to be
3: frozen because she wanted America's yeah. ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. we, we don't we know. That could be her. It looked like her. It, they, it's it's very well planted Easter egg if it was. But um, so he he sees Casey and he goes and follows Casey and creeps up on him and he tries <laughs> to scare Casey and.
3: Does Casey remind of- you of the guy from Office Space?
0: <laughs> uh, Michael Scott or Dwight?
3: No, not The Office. Oh, Office, um, space. office space. The guy with oh. the stapler.
2: He reminded me of oh, he reminded me of the guy, of the guy from One of No,
0: the stapler dude. No, Casey's more <laughs> he, personality than that. Dude. He reminds me the of the
3: stapler. Oh, what does Joel. he
2: say, David? What's
1: the one that you blew my mind? I had to go back after you sent it.
0: So he know. looked him dead in his eye and says, "You know, you know, give me the uh, attach track. I'm a like, I'm going to gut you like a fish." Casey, Casey. this line is verbatim, line for line, what Ghostface says to Casey Becker, who's played by Drew Barrymore in Scream. I mean, the two Casey, exactly, you know, same way and everything else. I don't know why that line is in there. It drove me insane because I'm like, Wait, is a screenwriter is on yeah. on the show? Is there a producer? Is what's the Drew Barrymore? Is she married to someone who's connected? I can't find the connection, but it was line for line. I'm going to cut you like a fish, Casey. What's a fish? <laughs> what's yes, a fish? and then Casey's response is the ultimate. Like, what? What's a fish? I need to know how how scared I should be, or you know, before I turn over what you're asking for. So, yeah, so he basically just said, it means I'm going to kill you. And so he shows him. So he this is the scene where we all get revealed about the truth about the Infinity Stones. So he lifts up the lock box box (laughs) and we he hands him the Tesseract. And we see our Loki sees a bunch of Infinity Stones just chilling in the box. Not powered. They're just a bunch of rocks. And he's like, wait, what? The (laughs) Wait, what? So he had that moment of um you know you know we got to saw it on his face and stuff and he says like is this the most powerful you know place in, you know in the world like the disbelief was like there cuz Loki's very familiar with the power of all of the these stones and stuff and did Casey, you notice
2: but, did you notice on the on the stones that most of them were green
0: there's a variety of, like, there's a, Most of them, if you, it, if you look at them, and, all, yeah. most
2: of them were green, which okay. was the time stone, so... I yeah,
0: there's, it, really. there's a lot of multiverses and stuff, and so yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of variants who yeah. use those stones right. in, in a very time-breaking way, so that's why they have them. And but the case in. he said, mo- most yeah. of the guys here, they use them as paperweights. They have no <laughs> power here, you know? Like I said, it's it's back to my battery scenario. If it's not yeah. in the CD player, it's just, the battery is just out... Yep. It has nothing. no power. It's nothing. You can chuck it, you know, and do whatever you want with it and stuff. There's no. It's not powered until you put it inside its container, which is the multiverse. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so that's where you know Loki's like uh, coming to the realization, like, yeah, this is wait, where where am I? Like really, right. like mm-hmm. is this is is this the most powerfulest you know place in the in the world and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some Easter eggs. Do you, you guys want to talk about the Easter eggs that were in the box? There, you, Heck yeah. I,
1: I missed it the first time.
0: So the the first one <laughs> it stuck out to me the most, which was so so if you're a baseball fan, um, there's a, there's a baseball card under one of the affinity stones, and it's a picture, it's a painted picture of uh the world famous baseball player called Hon- Honus Wagner. Mm-hmm. Um the baseball card came out in uh it's like 19. I don't know. It was the
1: tobacco baseball cards back then.
0: Yeah. So Honus Wagner plays for Pittsburgh, and it is and the reason why it's so notable is because it is the world's most expensive uh baseball card. It's worth like almost four million dollars on, on the market, which you know, you know, Babe Roof, all, all those other cards don't are, Oh. oh, my God. Um, sorry, those who couldn't see that, I just had a... That was a, a
2: Hulk sneeze. I had a Hulk
0: sneeze attack, and I couldn't mute myself it's, fast enough. It's
2: $4 million is the worth of the card.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, four $4 million. In 1933. Thank you. 1933. So... <sighs> Um, Yeah. So he he plays for Pittsburgh. He's yeah. So he's a famous baseball player and the card is extremely valuable because you can't really find any of them. You can find a lot of Babe Ruth cards out there. Not a lot, but uh, enough for them to be high value. But uh, Holness Wagner. Good luck If, if you're the one that's holding that that rare bird. Um, it's 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 a it's, it's almost an invaluable baseball card uh, for you know a little four inch by yeah. you know
1: Wayne, Wayne Gretzky owned it yeah and then he sold it to Kendrick the owner of the Arizona Diamondbacks actually oh jeez. yeah who owns it now
0: so it's a it's a cove, it's a coveted card but yeah it was sitting there in the box like it's no big deal like it just was another piece of the the memorabilia they collect from the deviants and so I'm there's sure a there's poker a story. Chip in there? Yeah, there, there's a medal of honor um, in there. There's a poker chip. There, there's a lot of things in there. I, I, I couldn't figure out. You know.
1: Yeah, there was a know. compass, I think, and it was like a like an old style pistol, like a yeah. pirate's pistol. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Think so, it could
3: have belonged to Captain Jack.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what about Red?
1: Captain Jack's oh. gonna kill Namor.
2: Oh come on. No! Sam's <laughs> oh, no. had a great week with Namor. Come on. Yeah.
0: That was that was, oh that was better than my Stark his tuna joke I was gonna make. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need
1: my so heart. Is, I think it's at this point could be wrong if it, it might be on the card on yeah,
3: you table, are wrong back,
1: back on the table. But there is the number the T upside it's upside down. It says T. 372 and it, you see it like two or three times throughout the episode and that references back to thor number 372 which is the first appearance of the tva in the marvel mm-hmm. comic
3: books. Yep.
1: so that was pretty pretty cool that's
3: nice. a cool easter egg
1: there's, there's a lot of numbers that mean yep. a lot um so I'm only going to touch real quick on this part cuz mm-hmm. it's too deep but the number 9 is very significant in this show and I I even figured out something else the other day um why it came to me while I was taking a shower who knows but um so
3: great it, things happen in the shower
1: yeah the it, you know <laughs> the 9, nine uh, references the nine realms Um, So there is the nine circles in all the documents. Um, It's always pointing to the center. Um, Loki has uh, nine, there's nine infinity stones at one point that they're showing. So nine is repeated over and over and over. And I'm trying to figure out what it is down to the point that Marvel released they in so on that twitter account i shared with you guys mm-hmm. about miss minutes okay miss minutes. and it says never forget a 6 upside down in one of them mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Okay. i saw that yep.
1: the date that this was released was june 9th june 9th Nine. so it's it's all the way through with Holy this number crap. 9 you're right me- method.
3: the power of yeah. marvel so. or mcu writers
1: Damn. Yeah, um, but the Nine Realms is going to become a very important lead-in, which mm-hmm. will also take us down the crazy road to Secret Wars.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs>
3: oh, yep. So,
0: and for, the, for those who don't, uh, as far as a reference, when the, Mobius is asking him, like, what, what, what is your aspirations, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to be the king of Midgard. Um, you know, and Mobius is,
3: Which he says it's, is his rightful... Like, he's the rightful heir of Midgard. No, you're not. Sorry.
0: And and Midgard is Earth. Mobius did kind of make sure that that was clear to the fans who were watching and stuff. So, um, yeah. So, Midgard, Midgard is Earth. It's one of the nine realms that Asgardian Odin, you know, he he's ruler of. And then he went on to say, I, I want to be the king of the nine realms. And that's where Mobius hit him with that very dismissive, uh, oh, you want to be the king of space? okay, <laughs> what's after that? <laughs> oh, no. King of Space, oh, that's that's interesting.
3: I love that scene so much. I did think though, for a quick second, I went back to Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Taurus, mm-hmm. and I was like, you think Cap's in space with uh, with uh, <laughs> Nick Fury? <laughs> Are we tying it all together? division, we got Nick Fury there. Right,
0: and then we're joking about
3: Cap being there. And now Loki wants to be the King of
0: Space? The King of Space. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I I love that interaction. So dismissive, so like it was like it was almost like oh, she you should have shot a little higher and so, or something just like the king of space. Oh, okay. So then what? It, happily ever after, you know, like, right? You know, and so and he goes into that you know that that sol- soliloquy about you know how um it's it's a it's an illusion you know peace and all that stuff and the, the forks in the roads and people always tend to make the wrong choice and stuff and then mobius just pointed that right back at him like kind of why you're here right <laughs> you chose the wrong path and here here you are sitting in front of me and stuff so mobius is quick he, he's quick with it mm-hmm. and stuff he knows look he's full of crap and when he talks and stuff, and and it doesn't, it's it, it, he's immune to it. So I, he's not
3: falling for his trickster ways.
0: No, right. not at all, not at all. He throws it right back at him and stuff. Um, so after he he tries to escape, he comes back, and um, that's where B fifteen comes in, and they battle and fight, and he takes off his uh his little um, I don't know, yeah, the collar and slaps it on her, and he he decides to have a little trickster fun. By uh, doing a little DJ with the, the time tester and stuff, as you as you hear her saying stop 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 it, stop, stop it yeah. stop 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 it stop it, he's like yeah, it was kind of messed up, but it was funny at the at the time too. So I'm not sure what happens after. So that's when he that's when he. Um, he plays that, you know, he himself plays that scene where Thanos is breaking his neck and everything else. And he kind of realized what his fate was going to be and everything else. And that's where he kind of sits down. Yeah. End of foul, which also, you know, there's kind of a pseudonym for end of life yeah, because foul and life is interchangeable. Uh, So, yeah. So he sat down and that's when um, Mobius Mobius. comes back in with his um, melting stick or (laughs) the, the reset (laughs) stick. And says
2: hey buddy. How you doing? <laughs> Tells him that he wants him to help him. He says we brought you here to help us find
3: a variant. A, a
2: variant, yes. And then he said, "And he said,
3: who is it? It's it's Loki. It's you. You,
0: yeah." Then it goes to,
2: and then it goes to the scene. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Oh, Oklahoma, like in 1850 or something like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> then the time yes. the people come back in there, and was that Loki in the under the cloak? What do you guys think?
0: We we don't know, but we do was know that Kang? you know. So they was they, it they was it
2: King? Was it Mephisto? Was it Agatha? Was it, it, it Wanda? Was it, it White Vision? Calm
0: down, Sean! Breathe. <laughs> it could have been Lady <laughs> Luffy, but I thought it was kind of cool. They 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 picked up the signature on that that device. That was like kind of a futuristic shovel that was in the mm-hmm. ground on the oil fields, and they traced it from the third century. So three thousand, the year three thousand, and stuff. And so, um, so you know that was cool, and they were able, you know, so then they speculated like, oh. Somebody thought they can come back and discover oil or make themselves a variant or whatever and stuff. So,
3: so, like Chris said, when you're watching going forward, pay attention to left and right hand usage. Yeah, it'll help you determine whether it's a variant or whether it is Loki.
1: Okay. Yeah. So then, then everyone thinks the show's over, and this is where my head exploded.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I'm not going to go into the details. Um, but if you read the, as the credits come on, everything that is on those screens and has tons of information, everything means something. Um, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, by all means, pause it like I do. And um, but here, the one that I saw that it was actually written upside down. It has. It's a scene of remember like uh, here are all the words you've ever said. And it's written upside down. I assure you, brother, the sun will shine on us again. And that's the last words to
3: Chris, are you getting choked up?
1: No, I don't get emotional over Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's (laughs) Spider-Man. You knew that was coming. No, no, no. But um, when he said that to him, um, so that's written upside down. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, like an ax, Drawing of, for what I took as Stormbreaker. Yeah. Because that's what that that line was for. So just little Easter eggs that I think uh, will keep me up at night. I think (laughs) this show has more than WandaVision could could do if they did three
0: series. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think this show is, is laying the groundwork and the explanation of, one, both the the multiverse and the timeline and, and how it's going to interact in this next phases of, of, of what we're going to be seeing. It's so, introducing
3: new villains. It's, yeah, I mean, there's so much. Mm-hmm. And it's mind-boggling because, you know, WandaVision was the first series that we got like this. And we were like, they could never top WandaVision. And then we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and we're like, no. And now it's like, dang it. What are they doing to us with Loki? How do they keep making us (laughs) drop our jaws? And, I mean, Tom Hiddleston even put out um, a video. I I saw a video of Tom Hiddleston this week. I think you guys shared it in the chat. Uh, Sean, you might have. And he said, we are not going to believe what's to come. He said, we are not going to expect what's to come. He couldn't believe it when he read it and figured it like when he read the script, he couldn't believe it. So I am just beyond excited.
2: I saw another video that, you know, like they said, Owen Wilson knew nothing about Marvel basically. And a couple of the other characters knew nothing about Marvel or who Loki really was when they were cast. And I guess Hiddleston did like a two day like Loki introduction they said he sat down with him like in a room and Nick's explained to them who Loki was I thought that's cool he also did say that episode 4 and 5 are his, are his absolute favorites and um
3: he said that's when the shit hits the fan basically
2: that's when characters will be introduced that he can't speak of uh, cast members that will be introduced that he can't say until that time so it's going to be I'm here for it it's really Bring really it. really good
0: yeah it's really good so- there's a few actors who are actual real big Marvel fans, and, and Hillson is one of those actors that are, are huge Marvel fans and stuff. Um, Holland is one, as well as yeah. Anthony Mackie. Um, mm-hmm. God, what is uh, – I can't think of. <sighs> I'm, Josh I'm Brown? Drawn, I'm sure drawing – not that no not not that he, he was already you know but the, but there's a few who are like actual and geeks geek out on this they're
3: show. like us
0: yes yeah. abso- absolutely and stuff so yeah i it's it's kind of cool cool to see but yeah look uh tom helson gave like a two-day seminar <laughs> breaking down like loki and, yeah. and the whole- everything and stuff uh and Owen Wilson who was actually asked earlier to play in the Marvel universe and stuff. We don't know who. Um at least I don't know who. I, I don't I from what I what I've seen I don't know who and how he would have what his role I, I hope it wasn't Captain America or Iron Man he got asked for. I don't think so but um he's doing
3: an amazing job with Mobius.
0: I love it. Yeah I like it. So
1: and the good thing that I'm I'm liking so I think everybody knows that we're going to see Kang in Ant Man and
0: Oh yeah, Black, that's coming
1: Quantum. Yep, Quantum, Quantum. Right, yep. Right Quantumania. So I hope we don't see him, but he's referenced throughout the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I
3: mean, like already with like Ravana, where it's it's yeah, leading just that touches, way.
1: Touches touches of that. I think the show is definitely going to not be what um, we're prepared for. Yeah, um, there's going to be tons of uh, every week of speculation, and then we'll get smacked in the face at least on Wednesday, so we can calm down by Sunday. Oh yeah, now we
2: have time. <laughs> oh my gosh, so, yeah. you guys I have agree. anything? You guys have anything else to add for tonight?
0: Yeah, I, so I, I just want to say, in, in and clarif- um kind of put this out there, like there. There's um, like in the comic book world, there's like, you know, you have your main story arc, you know, that, you know, that, you know, from the beginning to the culmination of the the big ending and stuff. And then you have these offshoots, which are Mm -hmm. kind of um, they're fillers. um, So which means you can go without reading these and still get and understand what's happening on the main story, but you can read these and also see the side stories of that how it kind of builds into things. What's happening on Disney Plus kind of fills in. is kind of like those fillers and stuff. The, they do inform what what's what's happening there, but the big reveals the you know the that that big Marvel universe stuff is going to be happening on the big screen. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of just how yeah. they do this. It's their playbook. That's how they yeah. do things and stuff. So
3: so think of the Disney Plus shows as supplemental things to hold us over until we yes. get the big booms.
0: There you go. Yes. Companion, the, the companion pieces. Yes. Absolutely.
3: And they're they're doing such an amazing job introducing source material that <sighs> makes my little comic comic um, book girl heart. <laughs> I'll just end with,
1: there will never be a Namor Disney Plus show, for a fact.
3: Stop! (laughs) Why are you so mean to me?
0: No, you want that, Sam. You don't want a Disney Plus Namor show. I don't want it. But you know what?
3: Yeah, well, he's going to be on the big screen, Chris, so Mm. pipe down. He is,
1: because Luca comes out when? When is Luca (laughs) released? Oh, my (laughs) gosh. oh man
3: wakanda wow. forever yeah. he's gonna try and conquer yeah. it for the atlanteans you want to talk about conquering all realms like king the conqueror I would just wants to like do say, namor wants I'm glad to conquer. We have
1: a weekly show again on mm-hmm. a show that we get to talk about absolutely with I don't it, it gives, how, it's, it's how many episodes is this six, six. this is six Yes, this is an upside down nine. Loki has <laughs> nine, Ooh, look at that. five, and it's Chris four. is
3: excited Fantastic that I don't work. have a reason to talk about Namor number for six nine, weeks.
1: Number nine, <laughs> number nine, number nine, number
2: <laughs> nine. All right, Sam. Let's so let's talk about real quick. So we're going to wrap up. Um, you can find all of our shows. You can check us out on the live stream coming out on Wednesday night. Uh, Marvel Tribe comes out on Sunday nights. Extra Magic Hour every other Friday. Force Friday will be there. What's happening on Dizology this week?
3: Oh, uh, you see this guy sitting to my right over here, Chris Lardy from Disney Done Differently. We <laughs> look at that face. We just recorded an episode with him that will be coming out Tuesday. So we're nice. excited. We talked about Disney foodie culture.
2: Nice. Nice. Anyone else
0: have anything else to add to this? That, week? that uh, Jostakula is Those nine dogs? letters.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It actually is. (laughs) I'm looking at it on your screen. Yep, There you go, Joe Sticola. From all of us here at the Marvel Tribe, we hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week for episode two. We have some pretty cool guests coming up here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, I'm looking forward to announcing them, but uh, from all of us here at the Marvel Tribe, have a great night. Good night, everyone.
1: Have a good one. Good night. Peace.